You're listening to Lessons from the Boardroom, a business podcast with Kevin Minton, CEO of Chief Executive Boards. Hey, I'm Kevin Minton, and welcome to our podcast today. I'm really excited about our guest today because you're going to hear from someone who's really tapped into the available resources to grow his company. Our guest today is someone I've known for quite a while, uh, and his name is Matt Ray, and he is the president and owner of Midwest Retail Services, a merchandising solutions provider to retailers and product manufacturers, which he purchased back in 2009. Midwest Retail Services has shown steady and consistent growth, increasing over three times in revenue since his acquisition. During this time, he also took on the big step to oversee the construction of a new office and warehouse facility in 2018. And Matt, he he also professes that he's dated his wife for 28 years and been married for 20 of those years. They have three teenage children and a 75-pound lap dog named Ruby. So please join me in welcoming today's guest, uh, Matt Ray. Welcome, Matt. Uh, You must have had to get a few things in order for it to take uh, eight years to convince Cindy to, to tie the knot, my friend. Yeah, it takes a special skill to surprise uh, your girlfriend after eight years and a proposal. So yeah, that was uh, that, that took some took some work. So, but she's still with me, so I must have done something right. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's great. She's a fantastic lady. I've had the pleasure of knowing her for a while uh, as well, and uh, you know, Matt. So uh, it's great having you on the show today. We're really excited about the conversation and what we're, what we're going to be hearing Thank from you, you and. Uh, so uh, let's just let's just get right into it. And if we can, I'd like to ask you to maybe just share a little bit of background about yourself. You know, most of my professional life, uh, I was a sales rep, a remote sales rep, and uh, worked for a couple of different manufacturers. I was getting tired of doing what I was doing. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but uh, you know, I thought that I could do more. Um, but you know what I had done in the past, it gave me a lot of flexibility, small children at the time and help and was able to spend some time with them and, and be around them a lot. So, um, but I, it was, I knew I was going to do something. Um, and, and what ended up uh, as fate would have it, um, I would have been working in the store fixture industry and a distributor of mine called me out of the blue and, and asked me to go lunch. And I was pretty swamped that day. But there was just something in the tone of his voice, and I thought he wants—he has something to say. So I, I dropped everything and I went to lunch, and and uh, he ended up. He said he was interested in selling his business, and he was wanted to see if I was interested in, in buying it. Um, and I remember, uh, I remember calling my my stepmother after the uh, after the luncheon, and I was you know, fairly excited. Had no idea what I was getting into. But I told her at the end of the discussion, I said, I, I don't know how this is going to work out, but I, I think I'm going to own this business at some point. So, you know, that that discussion started in the middle of 2008 and I officially took over the company on January of 2009. And if anybody remembers that, that was not uh, the best economic time in our country. It was pretty interesting. I had to basically shut off all media. I couldn't listen. I couldn't watch the news. I couldn't read anything because I am about to leverage everything that I own, try to do something that you know I, I think I'm equipped for, but I, I really don't know. But uh, it was an opportunity. So you know, and those you know, opportunities don't come around every day. And I know this one probably wouldn't again. So you know, I was uh, I was ready to go, and uh, we, my wife was. 
certainly fully supportive, which was important. And you know, we made the leap. Well, Matt, that's, uh, I tell you, that took uh, some bravery on your part to jump into uh, owning a business and, and taking on that kind of risk in, in January of 2009. Right, well, you know, we were right in the heart of the financial crisis. And, you know, to, to have some vision and some foresight to see that, all right, this is something that you think that you could uh, excel at and, and do well and, and, uh, and, and make, make a go of it. And, you know, especially if you're leveraging uh, your personal assets and things like that uh, to, you know, to jump into a, a gig like this. Mm-hmm. But it seems to have worked out pretty good for you so far. Yeah, I have no complaints. Uh, it's worked out very well. And very, you know, I've learned a lot, obviously, learned a ton, but it's been a great journey. And I think that's one of the things that I've tried to enjoy. I think owning, running a business, owning your own business, there's, it's, it can be a roller coaster ride, you know, and, but, uh, you know, I kind of equated like, a little bit like life, you you only go around once, and you better enjoy the ups and the downs and all that comes with it, uh, the anxiety, the stress, the fun, you know, and, and try not to look at anything as a negative, but it's just it's just part of life. And if if you're not having those experiences, then maybe you're not living life to the fullest. You know, uh, owning a business, Matt, certainly is not for the faint of heart. And uh, so you, you mentioned some of the ups and downs. What's been the biggest challenge that you faced so far in, in owning this business as a CEO? Well, present the last few months of of a pandemic uh, has been challenging. That that certainly has been a new wrinkle that I never anticipated we'd ever have to work through. Um, but you know, looking back over the, the span of time now, I think the biggest challenge overall was just the transition of of being an employee and then going to you know straight to a business. Well, actually, I'll even say a remote employee. I never worked with anybody on a regular basis. Um, I used to say that I'd, I used to say when I worked at home that you know my job was pretty easy. I only had to deal with one coworker, and if I couldn't coexist with myself, then I had more problems in my job. So it, it was pretty isolated, but and going from that environment to going to an office every day, and not only going to an office every day, but being the owner, being the CEO, and having to manage people for the first time, that was a little daunting at first. Um, I was fortunate that I knew a lot of the people that I was uh, going to be working with, but that certainly was a transition. But you know, I kind of, I kind of looked at it a little bit. It kind of coincided with raising three kids. Uh, at the same time, I learned that there's a lot of parallels between parenting and running a business. And I think you know, one of the things is you don't know everything. You know, you're not always, and you're not always prepared for everything. People think about, well, when should I have a child? Well, you know, I'm not ready. Well, you're never going to be ready. You really will never be ready. And and I think anybody that's had children um, and raised children can attest to that. And I think there's a little bit of truth to the same thing of, of owning a business. Um, you know, there's, there's, you never know what's going to be coming next, but you know, you can't go in there thinking, you know, everything cause you, because you don't, and you better, you better be willing to learn from other people and ask questions and ask for help. You know, that's, that's interesting, Matt, you know, I, I equate that to, it's like a it's like a, a kid going to school for the first day uh, of his life. I remember when I was uh, going to school, uh, and, and I said, "Mom, I'm I'm not ready to go to school. I don't know anything." 
<laughs> so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, you jump into a business like that, and while you while you knew some of the people, you know, that's kind of like having some friends, but still, uh, you know, you you just don't really truly know what you're getting into until you actually jump in feet first, and then it's like, oh my goodness, you know, now I'm yeah, now I'm getting true. the full flavor of it. Yeah, I've got a, a very good friend of mine who uh, was run a family business for quite some time and and we would talk quite often and he would talk about what was happening at work and and I thought I understood I really did I really thought I understood what he was going through but it really wasn't until I had my own company and I was doing all of the things that he was talking about and then it opened up another floodgate of the realization that I I really didn't understand. I really didn't understand what he was doing and what he was going through until I was I was in it too. So it's just one of those unique experiences that you know, I, I wish I wish more people had the opportunity to do that. Fortunate enough, I've got a lot of employees that uh, over the years that have had small businesses on the side or had tried to launch a small business and had a little bit of a, a feeling for that. It certainly helps from a, a employer standpoint. Because, uh, you know, I think if more people had that ownership mentality, I think, I think things would, would certainly run a lot smoother. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's one of the hardest things to, uh, to, to get or find in an employee. But you mentioned, you know, that making that transition from being an employee to, you know, owning a business and having all that responsibility and all that weight and not knowing, you know, what, what things are going to look like or how things are going to play out. How did you overcome that? What 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 did you do to uh, to sort of remedy that? <laughs> Probably the, the one thing that I did on the onset that I promised myself was that I wasn't going to manage this business out of fear, and I was and I wasn't going to be paralyzed by indecision. I wasn't going to be paralyzed that I didn't know that I was you know I would figure it out as I went I just wasn't going to stand still and there's certainly a lot of times there are things to be fearful about but you know just whenever I would have that crossroad and trying to make a decision you know I would step back and and part of the thought process was okay are you are you hesitant because you don't think it's the right decision or are you hesitant because you're fearful and if it turned out that you know maybe there's a little bit of fear in there and maybe that's what's but skewing my judgment, I would mentally throw that aside and say, well, that's not, that's not what you promised yourself. So make the decision and make the right one. And I think that has helped me over the years. I can't say I've made every right decision. Nobody does. But I think it's kept me uh, probably uh, my, bat, my batting average is better than uh, more positive than negative, um, which obviously is is a good step. But I, I think it's certainly helped me open opportunities. Uh, you mentioned, you know, the business has, has fortunately been able to grow. And a lot of that is the fact that I've been willing to take chances or try something new, even if I wasn't the expert at it, maybe I'd, we didn't know a lot about it. You know, it was the idea that, it, well, this all of the, the signs line up for this, that this could be an opportunity. Don't let your anxiety get in the way. Don't let your fear get in the way and just just do it. Yeah, you you you've had twelve years, twelve and a half years now under your belt uh, of of running this company, and you know that's uh, you know you, you can't be fearful in in making decisions and, and going forward, and and uh, you know one of the things I've always really liked about you, Matt, is that you know you 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 come into it with an approach of what can I learn, uh, you know about about this business or what can I learn today. 
that I don't already know. And so you've always seemed to have had a, an appetite for learning. Uh, and and speaking of learning, I mean, what what over the past twelve years, what what would be the biggest things that you've taken away uh, from from the experience? You know, I think that I think the big thing, one of the learning, I think is is really understanding what's important to you as a business owner in particular, and and it subsequently what is important to the organization, and those should be aligned. But I think you know you need to start with yourself first. And really, really try to get uh, one of the best books that um, somebody gave me uh, from the onset. And, and one of the lessons I learned out of it was was the, the idea of uh, start with the end in mind. And you know, since from the very beginning, I thought, okay, well, you know, whatever decisions I make, you know, does it does it actually help me get to where I want to go long term? Um, and 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 the way that I want to run a company. You know, and then starting from there, and then and then trying to spread that out into the rest of the organization. But I really think if without that bearing personally of what's important to you, it, it it's you know, it's kind of like a compass. You know, if you're trying to guide a ship and you don't have a compass, you really don't know where you're going. And you know, obviously, well, a great analogy. You know, when, if you're if if you're sailing a ship, you know, occasionally you run through storms and you're going to get knocked around. And if you don't have something to reset and keep you going in the direction and if you if you don't have that direction set in your mind from the onset well who knows where you're going to end up matt that's what a great story i mean you know if if you don't have a north star uh that that you're following you know you you, you do you're out there paddling around you might be paddling in circles and uh and it's obvious you know with you being in a position where you've grown the company three times uh, since, you know, three times the revenue since you acquired it. Uh, obviously, you've been doing something right. So with, with that in mind, you know, what, what's been your biggest success so far? Uh, I would say that I would say is I didn't know that I could be honest with you. If I would have said, you know, moving into this, this was, was my goal or I was going to be able to do this, I probably would have said no. But really, it's the positive culture that that the organization has. You know, it's it. You know, being, I always wanted, I really wanted it to be a, a place that people enjoyed coming to work, you know, and an organization that has people that want to help each other, uh, that pull for each other. You know, I, I, I knew I was on the right track um, when I started hearing people willingly volunteer to help each other, not because somebody asked them to, just because they wanted to. And, you know, that was really when a light bulb came off saying, okay, I got something here. You know, let's, let's keep going in this direction. Um, it doesn't mean that everybody is chummy and, 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 uh, best friends. And that's, that's not what we're talking about, but certainly everyone respects each other and, and again, willing to help each other. Um, one of the things that one of my well, current mantras is the idea that, you know, customer service inside and out. We obviously, we value ourselves as a good customer service company to, to our external customers, but that also applies internally um, because somebody in one department is handing something off to another department. Well, you know, there's really no difference in that relationship um, and making sure that we're trying to give the best experience from one person to another, from, you know, handing off one task to another and, and do the best job that we can. Well, obviously, uh, you figured out the magic formula. Uh, for this, Matt. And, you know, if I, if I were to ask you, I mean, you know, that culture, that positive culture is, is probably the, the one thing that you definitely have to get right. And so if I, if I were to ask you, you know, can you trace back and identify what, what was it that contributed to that success? You know, what, what was it that, yeah. 
that you identified that that led you to that? Well, I, I would, well, without a doubt, I would say, you know, you, you have to lead by example. You know, you have to walk the walk. You know, you, you, you can't say one thing and do another. Uh, you just can't. Um, I circle back to the parenting idea. You know, if, uh, you know, if you're telling your child to act a certain way and you're not, yeah, that's, that's not going to work. That's not going to work at all. So I, really leading by example, you know, you know, I have a great example in our warehouse facility, um, you know, stressing the idea of keeping it clean and organized. And it was, it was kind of a conscious decision at the beginning. Well, anytime I walk through there, if I see something on the ground, I'll pick it up and I'll put it in the trash can. Not because necessarily somebody's looking over my shoulder, but that's what I want everyone to do. And I know that that is rubbed off and people see me doing that. And I would hope that they say, okay, well, if the owner of the company would do that, would do that, well, I guess that's important. Maybe I should do that too. And then, you know, along with leading by example is just being consistent. You know, you can't, can't change the rules. You can't act differently. You can't, you know, from one day to another, you know, if you believe a certain thing, you know, you've, you've got to believe it all the way through it and make sure that it flows out in your actions. Again, that can be internally with your, with coworkers. That could be how you handle customers. You know, certain times you get, you know, situations with customers where you have to make a decision and what's the right thing to do. And, you know, if, if you're leading by example, you're going back to what's important to you and you're consistent, you know, that, that rubs off too. Um, had a situation come up uh, actually within the last year and there was a decision on something based on a customer and what to do. And, and we were in a group setting and a meeting and, and somebody brought it to me and, and we were talking about it and they said, well, what do you want to do? And, you know, and I, part of me didn't want I wanted to do it a certain way. And then I thought about it. So, okay, what, what goes back to what you believe in? And, and I told him, okay, we're going to, this is, this is what we're going to do. And one of the people in the meeting turned to me and said, you know, this is why I like working for this company because you do the right thing all the time. Not necessarily what's best for the company, but you do the right thing. And I think that's, again, leading by example and being consistent. You know, the, the funny part about that is when you own the company, when you're running the company, you, you own every job. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you go into these situations and you never think that, well, I may be the, the trash picker upper today, but yeah. <laughs> you, ju- you just talked about leading by example. And, you know, that, that means every job, every corner, every nook of the business that, uh, that, that, that you, that you play a role in. I mean, you, you, uh, sure. you are actually leading by example. So, um, yeah. so yeah. And that was a funny story with that is over the, the, this pandemic, we had some shipments coming in when we were in lockdown and, and, you know, with the people not knowing what we were dealing with and, and trying to keep social distancing. And, and so I'm thinking of, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to ask my people to climb into a truck and unload all of these boxes by hand. And I said, no, we're not going to do that. So, you know, that's like, I hadn't, it's been a long time since I unloaded a truck. But uh, I came in and unloaded multiple trucks and actually brought in my family to help me do it because I figured we're all in it together anyway, so we could be in close proximity. So, you know, but that's what we did. It was <laughs> multiple trucks. I had employees ask me how sore I was the next day, but I, I managed, so I, I lived through it. But, you know, again, that's trying to, trying to lead by example. Well, you certainly, you certainly do uh, exude that, Matt, uh, and I have to applaud you there. And, you know, so... You know what a great story of of you know getting out there, showing the way, leading the way. And I know you took some ribbing over that uh, from from your employees and everything. But that just made you part of the huddle. And 
part of the team and, you know, the, all the people that you have working for you, I'm sure just have a tremendous amount of respect for you for how you do lead the ship. And so, uh, just to follow up on that, what do you, what is it that you believe that makes some businesses, you know, successful while others are potentially struggling? Well, I think about this, and I've said this multiple times, certainly I've said it to my kids and I'll equate an organization or even personally, (laughs) one of the things I've, I've, um, I love exercising. I've always been in sports when I was a kid and growing up and exercising. And I think there's a lot of lessons that that come out of that. And I think that's, it's, to me, it's the, the most key point, whether it's an organization or as a person, because when you're exercising and you're trying to do something and you're reg- regimented and you're supposed to do it every day. And if you can get up and do it on the days that you don't want to, that's going to pay off in the end. Because there are days, and everybody has days, that they just, whatever it is, whether it's exercising, whether it's going to work and trying to do a good job, whatever that is, there's always something, there's always going to be days that say, you know, I, I just don't feel like it. I just don't feel like it. It'll be so much easier to bag it or go through the motions or just not really try. And if you can get to the point where you can go through that, and really force yourself to perform to the best that you can, even on the days that you don't want to, you're going to make strides so much farther ahead of everyone else. Because I think that's just something that, unfortunately, I think there's, there's too many people that just that, that take the easier way out. They take the easier way out and just listen to that inner voice and say, yeah, yeah, you're right. Don't do it today. Don't go in. Don't make that call. You know, don't get up and exercise. Whatever that, whatever that hurdle is, they just, I'm not going to do it. And if you can get over that and, and keep crossing that hurdle day after day, you may not see the results in a, in a day or a week or a month, but you keep doing that over and over and over again over time. And I, I'm a firm believer, I, whatever, that, whatever that goal is that you have in your head, you're going to be successful. As long as you have that mentality, you'll be successful. It, it almost becomes like muscle memory, and so right. whenever challenges uh, come to you, if you know if you're facing a challenge or an obstacle or a hurdle, and you've got you know you you've got the process down, committed to muscle memory, uh, it's it's typically like you said, it's typically easier to get through some of those challenges and hurdles and obstacles when when it's committed to muscle memory. Um, what a great analogy of, of tying it to exercise. So, uh, Matt, what is it that, you know, makes you optimistic about the future of your business? Where do you, where do you see it headed? Well, yeah, I, uh, yeah, one of the things I, I, I don't, I can't tell you for sure where we're going. Uh, you know, I don't know what's over the next horizon, but I, I try not to worry about that so much as just, um, making sure that we're adapting, uh, improvising and doing, you know, the best job that we can. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I think sometimes I, I don't, sometimes I have it backwards. I don't worry about the end result so much as how we're executing on a day-to-day basis. Because I think if you know if you're executing on a day-to-day basis, the, the rewards come. The rewards will they'll, they'll, they'll come through. You know, um, obviously you got to make sure you're pointing in the right direction. But you know, I, I just I don't look at the top number and, and and worry about that. I just think if we can we can do the best job on a day-to-day basis, you know, we'll, we're going to work out and be successful in the end. You know, the nice thing, Matt, is, is that it, it sounds like you've put, you know, the practices in place, the, the procedures, the, you've got your people working in tune. It sounds like a finely tuned machine. 
that uh, that that's that's operating really well. And and like you said, if you just stay persistent with that, you're going to have some good days. You're going to have some bad days. Sure. Um, but you know, in the overall scheme of things, it just sounds like you know, with the way you're operating, you're probably likely to have way more good days than than you are bad days. Um, and sure. so. Uh, your, your, your analogies, your stories, uh, all really resonate with, you know, what I've seen for successful businesses out there today. And I'm just really happy for you, Matt, and, and that your business has grown. It's been fun to watch, uh, over the years, how you as a leader have, have grown and developed and, and, and how your business has grown. And, uh, we're just really excited for you, uh, and, and where it, where it seems to be headed. And, I know there's great things, uh, great things in store for you guys, you and your team, and and so forth. Okay. And you know, thank you for sharing your experience with us today. And uh, we're we're kind of coming to uh, an end. We're almost out of time, and I want to wrap this up. So, where where would be the best place for our listeners to go to connect with you? Oh, sure. Well, um, you, know, you can contact me at Company Midwest Retail Services. Uh, phone number is eight hundred five seven six. 7577. Email address is mrayamray at mw-rs.com. And if they want to see information about the company, our website is midwestretailservices.com. Hey, thanks, Matt. Uh, I appreciate you sharing your contact information. I appreciate you joining us today uh, on our podcast and sharing a lot of your wisdom and insight as to how you have uh, successfully uh, developed and and grown your business throughout the years. And we just wish you a lot of success uh, in the future to come. Matt, it's been a real pleasure having you on today. And uh, thank you for joining us. It's been my pleasure. Thank you, Kevin. The Lessons from the Boardroom podcast is sponsored by Chief Executive Boards. It's lonely at the top, but that doesn't mean you need to go it alone. We've got your back. At Chief Executive Boards, you have access to business best practices, insights, and resources that can help you eliminate the stress, anxiety, and pitfalls of running a business. Whenever you're ready, here's how we can help. Number one, get a copy of Kevin's book, In Search of Balance, The Business Owner's Guide to Building a Business and a Life at chiefexecutiveboards.com book. Number two, attend a Chief Executive Boards event in your area to find out if CEBI can help you. For a list of upcoming events in your area, go to chiefexecutiveboards.com slash events or call 864-527-5917.